0: Thank you for tuning in on this special little twist to the realm of unknown, Fright Month. Throughout the entire month of October, each day we shall be looking into one location in or around the city of Philadelphia, giving you their history and some of the hauntings associated to these areas. These will be shorter episodes than the normal weekly ones that you are used to, but I hope you still enjoy our journey into these locations' pasts, and what part of that history may still be lingering here in the present. Be sure to check out the Patreon throughout the month for show notes, links, and resources for each location, as well as some special behind-the-scenes content to celebrate this joyous month of frights. The Powell House, which is located in Philadelphia's Society Hill, is situated in the rich historical district within the city just a short distance away from some major historical sites such as Independence Hall and yesterday's topic being that of the Old City Tavern. The townhouse stands three stories tall and marks the street with a delectable Georgian colonial style. Bundled in with a beautiful little garden area added into the mix, it remains a pleasant touch within the busy city environment. The building remains as a house museum today and is positioned along 3rd Street in a location otherwise known as Millionaire's Row. The rooms inside contain original artifacts and is fully reproduced to match how it was furnished and styled when Samuel Powell once called the house home. The Powell House was built between the years of 1765 and 1766, ...by a real estate owner by the name of Charles Stedman. Stedman, however, would end up having to sell it in order to avoid going to prison for some outstanding debts that he had acquired. The next owner of the house would be that of William Powell, who purchased the property from Stedman in the year 1769. Powell is known for being the last mayor of Philadelphia while the colonies were still under British control while also being the very first mayor of the city after the revolution and the colonies' emancipation. Pau is also a personal friend of George Washington, along with many other signers of the Declaration of Independence, as well as the Marquise de Lafayette, who was a French officer who assisted the colonies and led troops during several battles during the revolution, All these connections are completely understandable, too, as at the time, Philadelphia was a major hub for the colonial politics as well as military power. Powell and his wife often hosted several of these individuals within their home. The Washingtons themselves even stayed to celebrate their 20th wedding anniversary while dancing in the ballroom. However, all this hospitality, entertainment, and political atmosphere would eventually have to come to an end, as Samuel Powell did die in the year of 1793, after falling ill with Yellow Fever. Several years later, during the early 1900s, the house would be owned by a man by the name of Wolf Klembensky. After the purchase, the property was used as a warehouse and office for Klembensky's business, which primarily focused on imports and exports from both Russia and Serbia, focusing on horse hairs and bristles. However, come 1917, Klebinski had to sell off much of what the property had to offer. By the year of 1931, the house was practically an empty shell of what it was, and was almost torn down in order to make room for an open-air garage and parking structure. Thankfully, though, the Landmark Society was also founded in the exact same year by a woman by the name of Frances Ann Wister. Wister helped save the Powell House from being demolished by raising the money needed to purchase the property herself. The Landmark Society went on further to restoring, furnishing, and eventually converting the property into the house museum that we mentioned earlier. But now that we have gotten through some of the location's histories... What about the spirits tied to the Pow House? Well, despite the size of the location itself, it actually has quite a few. The Marquise de Lafayette, the French nobleman and officer that we mentioned earlier in the episode, absolutely adored Philadelphia, and oftentimes visited the Pows during his visits to the city. Now, within the home, the figures and apparitions of several colonial soldiers are often reported roaming about throughout the home one in which is believed to be none other than the Marquise. These soldiers are also reported to be seen walking through the front entrance of the Powhouse, passing right through the front door with absolute ease. The next major spirit of the location is that is located up on the second floor, where there are reports of an apparition of a young, beautiful woman, reported to be adorned in a beige and lavender dress, She is seen sitting in the withdrawing room, located just off of the ballroom. She is also reported to be seen fanning herself, and when she is spotted by someone visiting the location, she simply smiles, before fading away into thin air. While on a tour, a man had been using the restrooms up on the second floor, and once he got inside, however, the lights all turned off. And he stood there in almost complete darkness. However, he managed to navigate throughout the hallway by slowly following the wall with his hand. But that is when he felt a very cold wind overcome him. Then, a cold hand firmly takes his own and leads him along the hallway to the stairs. Then in that moment, the lights all turned back on, and for a sudden instance, he saw who had been assisting him throughout the hall. A young, beautiful woman who simply smiled to him and quickly faded away. The entity of Benedict Arnold, another general within the Continental Army, has also been cited moving about throughout the Powhouse. House. It would seem as though there is some unfinished business tied to the location as otherwise people are unsure as to why he is specifically linked to this house after death. Although there are also reports and rumors his wife Peggy Arnold is also seen within the Powhouse, House. So potentially the couple may wish to stay at this location after death as it brought them so much entertainment and joy during life. As for the rest of the spirits spotted within the POW house, again, a lot of them have to do with miscellaneous continental soldiers that are spotted roaming about, as well as some more miscellaneous spirits that just sort of seem to hang about on the location long after death. Again, the POW house was a major location when it came to political and military powers congregating for entertainment, parties, and other social gatherings. So it is not unreasonable to believe that all of these friends and acquaintances are gathering again after death. But that is it for the POW house, its history, and the ghosts that still seem to haunt its halls long after their deaths. If you enjoyed this topic, be sure to stay tuned through the rest of Fright Month, as we will be looking into several more locations in and around Philadelphia, again, their history and some of the hauntings that are tied to their location. If you want to see a short sneak peek of some of the upcoming topics, be sure to head over to Patreon as there is a short little list posted there to give you a heads up for the first week's topics and the subjects that we will be discussing. If you want to stay up to date on other quick events and short little series that I will be doing for Realm of Unknown, be sure to check us out over on Twitter and Instagram at Realm of Unknown, or if you have any of your own subjects or topics, if you wish for me to discuss, then be sure to send them to me at realmofunknown at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this topic, and I hope to see you throughout Fright Month as we journey into the Realm of Unknown.